last night I saw an angel falling down And when I saw her face It took my breath away It's been a while since we've uh, done a podcast and um, I'm Floyd here with Rachel and Lene. Uh, Melanie uh, may join us if she can uh, later tonight, but in light of the upcoming 20th anniversary of 9-11, I thought it would be good to talk about who are our heroes? Now, actually, let me start with this because I just, I was almost running a little bit late because um, my wife was showing me, getting me caught up on uh, MTV's Teen Mom. And my question to you guys is there's a whole lot of people who their heroes aren't like, you know, firefighters or, or you know, community leaders. Their heroes are like teen moms and influencers and those kind of things. So um, do you guys have any concerns? And I hope we don't get any hate mail about this for your children growing up in an era where the heroes aren't the people who do, you know, amazing things for the community or to save people, but who just get the most views on their YouTube channel uh, while they're playing video games. And I know this might be a long way off for you, but because, you know, your kids may not be at that age yet. But uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'll go first. This is Rachel. My thoughts on having my children do the same thing I did is terrifying, but that's okay because I was very thankful and I'm still very thankful because of my upbringing I was able to kind of differentiate right and wrong most of the time. And so knowing that my children will probably do the same, I hope to give them that kind of foundation to know right from wrong. So let me ask you real quick, Rachel. So who were your heroes growing up? Who did you like look up to? Um, Right, because most of my friends in the group will know. <laughs> Mine was, I've, I've got a couple, but my most influential influence were, influencers were Britney Spears and Christian Bale. And I love the Beatles. And I could probably go on for a few more, but those are my big ones. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, just for the record, I had you at Brittany. I was like, she's actually yeah. she's better say Brittany. I don't want to have to call her out on it if she leaves Brittany off, but Brittany's got to be on that list. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. So, Lene, what about you? Um, what are your thoughts about your kids growing up in like a we're in a culture where the heroes are not, you know, the people that do the most good, but the people who get the most views. I am not sure. I just, I don't know. I never really had what I would consider a hero. I don't know that I looked up to anyone all 
that much, so I don't know how they're going to be. Just don't know. So you didn't have any, like, people that you looked up to and, like, oh, I want to be like them when I grew up, even if it was, you know, music people or people that were on TV or people in the community or whoever? Not that I can think of at all. I mean, my parents were important in my life, and I did look up to them, but I didn't really have anyone that was like, oh, man, I want to be them. Okay. This is where I'm really, no offense, really missing like the the Melanie in this conversation because she would she would she would understand my whole my heroes were superheroes growing up, all that kind of stuff. She would identify with that. I feel like you guys would just laugh at me, but she would identify with like all the superhero geeky stuff growing up. Actually, it was my my heroes who made me want to be to grow up to be a policeman because there was no way I could become a, a real comic book superhero. And the next best, next best thing in my community, New York city uh, was the NYCPD. So I grew up with like police as my heroes. The people I looked up to, cause they were like, you know, going out, stopping crime. Um, so is it even still a, valid concept to encourage children to have heroes people they look up to other than parents or family members it's rachel again i would have to say i kind of feel like it's part of life for them to admire someone and i just hope that i can encourage them to choose better <laughs> not not that mine were awful because I mean I'm sure there could have been a lot worse that I looked up to but I yeah I would want my children to have a hero that they really want to be like that that helps So is there anyone on the radar right now? Like, are they leaning towards, uh, I don't know, firemen, policemen, soldiers? When I grew up, I mean, before it was a superhero thing, it was, you know, playing with soldiers and uh, little toy soldiers, all that kind of stuff. And then that progressed to, we won't call them toys, action figures. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and moved on from there. But do they have any, like things that you could see them starting to focus on as heroes? Oh, we're in a big phase of race car drivers and the Paw Patrol. Oh, awesome. Ooh, race car drivers, though, that's kind of dangerous. How would you feel if, <clears throat> I mean, if that went from, oh, these are my heroes to, I think this is going to be my profession. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think that far ahead. <laughs> okay. his, his father is a great driver. So I would have to say that his father would have to teach him how to drive. <laughs> Lene, what about you? I mean, I hope that they look up to someone now that I'm thinking about it. 
maybe I should have looked up to someone. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I hope they aspire to be something or someone. I don't know who. I hope it's not someone terrible. But I hope they do. Well, here's the question, because that's that's a good point. What if they start to take an interest? Because there are a lot of people who follow, and I'm not getting way off course here, but who follow cults or who follow people who do bad things and they would want to emulate them. They look at them and say, yeah, great for you for doing this bad thing and standing up or whatever. Um, What happens when they start to cheer on the people that do bad things and start to look at them as like, hey, I want to be like them. Well, I hope that I would raise them to know right from wrong. So hopefully they wouldn't look up to someone who's doing something terrible. I mean, I guess it depends on what they see on TV and how, because turn one channel, it's like, hey, this is a bad thing. You turn to another channel, it's like, hey, this is a good thing. Um, Not that we're talking about politics, but how one person will look at, you know, hey, look what the president just did. That was a crazy thing. And another channel look at, look at what the president just did. That was a good thing. That same thing happens when people do bad things. Some people try to defend it. Some people try to, um, I could see the cause behind it. And so they hold it up. And unfortunately we live in a culture where truth is no longer the standard. Like you said, it's dependent upon the parents to try to teach that moral boundary of what's right and what's wrong we don't have a lot of support in our communities we have so much division over everything and once they leave and go to school this not trying to scare you rachel (laughs) but once they leave and go to school then it's no longer just the parental influence now it's the influence of everything that all the other kids in the class have learned and what their parents have told them. So how does that make you feel knowing that? I know because both of you have said, hey, you hope you raise them right. But how does that make you feel knowing that the influences in their lives? I mean, granted, you have an X number of hours a day, but they're in a classroom. X number of hours a day with X, X other children. So the math of influences is kind of stacked against you. If I had to, well, I was going to say, looking at it that way, I should more or less weigh in heavier on, on the consequences of having these certain influences and, and what it could do. Cause I, I really do believe that, I mean, consequences, not all of them, you know, are, uh, are going to go away. So if they know, if they know that, I would hope that would make them think a little bit more before they do their actions. Okay. I'm going to shift back to uh, 9-11 because that's what's, what's coming up um this weekend um and this hopefully will get 
out before 9-11. But uh, two questions. So uh, what were you doing when 9-11 occurred? And the other question is a lot of, since it was so long ago, you know, there are a lot of people, it's 20 year remembrance. So there's a lot of people who weren't around or were too young to remember. Um, So what were you doing when it happened? And the other thing is, what are you going to, I mean, they might be a little bit young now, but as they grow up, what are you going to communicate to your kids about 9-11? What happened? Because it's a, it's a really hard conversation to have. So I'll start with uh, you, Lene, because you look deep in thought. <laughs> so what were you doing when it happened? I think I was in second grade. So I was in elementary school and everybody was acting weird and every every kid was like so-and-so come to be picked up or something. Parents were just coming and picking up kids. And I remember my mom picked me up and it was lunchtime and I didn't know what was going on. And I was mad that I had, I had to pack my lunch back up to take it with me. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. And then I just, I knew something bad had happened, but I don't know that it totally, I didn't totally understand until Mm. I was older what actually happened like in the moment it was just kind of like surreal and I was young so it was did your parents try to have that conversation and explain it to you or did they just at a very very high level just something bad has happened I don't remember like to what extent I know they had the news on so like I saw a lot of what was on the news Mm. I just I just know everybody was panicked and scared. So I was panicked and scared too. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's got to be hard. I can't imagine being that age and seeing everyone panicking and not knowing, you know, what's going on. And it's not just you and your family, but your community and the news and everything. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to come back to you for question number two about what, if anything, how you'll explain to your kids so what about you Rachel what were you doing right well I don't want to give away my age but (laughs) it's a math it's a math I was at a certain school (laughs) and right we were we were there watching it on the monitors and it coming out of all right I'll just say it it was my first year of college and so coming out of high school being so safe in a community and knowing everybody and then to be somewhere where you're not in your community Mm. and watching all this take place it was a surreal feeling it kind of made that real world experience of something that's never happened before It, it was like everybody else so much to take in and right thankfully I was still home at the time and Right. I went back home and I don't think anybody could really understand what was going on either. So we watched a lot of news and yeah, just mourned for the, for the loss of, of everybody. So it was, I, I didn't, I didn't really think about that. Um, People who like you, who were away at college, not in their, I mean, you know, you have friends there at college, but you're not with your family when something like that happens. Um, 
Yeah. How did, I mean, did you feel alone? Did you feel supported, I guess? Or did you, I mean, what was going through your mind at the time being, well, not super far away. It's not like you were on the other side of the country, but being far away from your family. Oh, well, shout out. Cause I was at, uh, I was at community college then. So I was, I was still in the community oh, okay. and at home. So Thankfully, I mean, right. I was able to come home and be able to talk with my family. And had I been away at another school, yeah, I would have, I would have called my family. I would have probably came home just to be near them. So, okay. So tell me how, how, um, and maybe this isn't something uh, that you explain to them but because i don't know um this is this is a new parenting dynamic that a lot of parents haven't had to go through before but um is how how do you think you'll address this as your children get older to explain to them when 9-11 comes around and all these remembrances and they see stuff on the news explain to them here's what happened here's here's what this is I hope that when my children get older and we do talk about that, I really want to emphasize how our country had seemed to come together so quickly. And uh, it was nice that churches were filling back up again and people knew that we're not invincible. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Lene, what about you? I don't even know because my kids are so young that I can't explain anything to them because they just, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to sp- explain anything to them, let alone this. So this is just a little bit further in my future. So I, I don't have an answer for that right now, but I will find one, hopefully, <laughs> before they before they ask me okay I want them to know what happened so I mean they'll have to find out I just don't know how to go about having that conversation it's too far off your radar right now yeah they don't use the toilet yet even so I mean (laughs) I'm like baby steps (laughs) priorities yeah toilet train then we can talk about (laughs) (laughs) 9-11 yeah in that order all right all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, um, uh, we will keep this short, and I guess we will wrap this up. Um, I know that there are a lot of 9-11 memorials going on all around um, our area where we're at. Um, one of my biggest grievances is that it's only happening now. Um, I mean, I was born and raised in New York. I was in Virginia at the time, uh, working as an executive for a telecommunications company and just seeing my hometown, New York City, in like go through that. I mean, you can imagine if you guys were somewhere else and then you're watching on the news, something like that happened to the city of Pittsburgh, you'd, you'd be like heartbroken. You'd be like just ripped to shreds. Um, 
And so when we moved here and found out, oh, great, this is a volunteer firefighter community, not just the one we live in, all of the surrounding communities. Great. They would, I thought that they would have memorials regularly uh, since it, firefighters were such a huge part of saving lives that day. And so many lost their lives that day, but they haven't. Um, so I was thrilled to see they're doing the 20 year memorial one. I'm not so thrilled that that's probably the last one they'll do for another five or 10 years. Uh, I was hoping they would do one every year, but that's okay. All right. So uh, anything that you guys want to share with the moms in the group before we kind of sign off? I've thus since changed my heroes. So, <laughs> I mean, I still, obviously, you know, if, Britney comes out with a new album or something. Of course, I'm probably going to listen to it, but, uh, <laughs> but also though, I've, I've realized that, right. God is the only consistent here. So that's, that's really my real hero. So, yeah. And I, th and I do, and I think, I think my parents, and I want to thank also, my two aunts who I know will listen to this because they're such a good support system, but the consistency in, in my life. Yeah. Heroes are, they are, they are not only heroes, they're awesome. Just awesome people to know. And my grandma and my grandma will, my grandma's like the hierarchy of all that. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, quick question: um, Are there any like Bible heroes? People in the Bible, Bible heroes? Like, who's your favorite Bible character hero? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I guess it depends on what it depends on the stage of life Ooh. that that people are in. I, I feel like those heroes, they're all good and they all, they all feel like us, you know what I mean? At every, at some point in life. Hmm. And so I would have to say, I alternate heroes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Lene? Any, any favorite Bible character hero type? Um... Was it Sarah that had a baby at a really, really old age? Because props to her. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it was. That's that's funny. That's all I could think uh, no, of. I'm I, and I'm 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 not laughing and not trying to be disrespectful to any women who have had babies in their old age. So I don't I don't want to. No, get any but hate I mail. mean, it was she was old. Like, yeah, very, yeah. Very. He was, uh, I think, the equivalent of not probably a woman in her fifties or sixties when she had her baby. So yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Props to her. Uh, yeah. I always say that Samson, because you know, mm. he's kind of like that Herculean superhero type thing going on. Uh, how can you not? You know, that's just that's just the way I roll. Superheroes all the way out. Anything else that you guys want to say to the moms before we sign off? 
We love you. That's yeah. That's what we're here for. To, and with everything going on, it's just good to be together. Community is so important. And so are your comments. <laughs> well, any, any final thoughts? If you're 50 or 60, you're not that old. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it just having a baby in my 20s has been rough, so I just can't even imagine. <laughs> okay, yeah. This this was <laughs> sorry. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. I'm <laughs> sorry. All right, let me clear my throat. Thank you guys for um taking the time and uh, thank all of you for listening and to all the moms in the group. Uh, definitely. Um, so glad that you're able to support and encourage and be there for one another and pray that everyone has an awesome rest of their night. And if you're able to uh, either go watch or join or attend one of the 20 year memorial celebrations for nine 11 uh, to help honor not only the men and women who lost their lives on 9-11, but especially to help honor the men and women and all of the first responders who commit to keeping our community safe every single day. So a huge thank you to all of them. <clears throat> and thank you to all of you for listening and uh, have a great yeah. night. She had the faintest glow I could not say no And I dreamed a dream When we drifted through my mind When I woke There was no one there to hold Only feathers from an angel in the sky